Hello, folks, and welcome to Woody's Tool Shed. Boing. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> folks, we're coming to you live from the Woody's Tool Shed studios. You might be able to hear the airplane flying over. <laughs> I'm recording in my garage. It's a snow day. It's very it's very icy outside, and nobody is doing anything. And my my wife and children are all trying to work from home, and so I couldn't record down in the basement because it would have been a nuisance. I would have been. Uh, you know, trying to, I would be whispering and feeling bad about, you know, saying, what if pee came out of your nipples? And they'd hear it through the mm. floor. Yeah. That's not the sort of thing. I I always think, what if I died? Is that how I'd want to be remembered? I, I remember hearing dad down there in the basement. And he was saying, what if pee came out of your nipples? So instead, well, I mean, it w- it wouldn't just be that. I would have been asking you if uh, if uh, it comes out uh, when you want it to, or if you have to squeeze it out. Does it have to be sucked out? There, are, there are different mm. ways that urine could could be uh, lactated. That's true. That's true. It, I guess, it wouldn't be lactated, right? Because that lactate comes from the mm-hmm. root lacto, meaning milk. You'd be uh, pistated. What, what um, oh yeah, I guess urinate is the is the version yeah. of that. Yeah, this this what I do is pistate. Pistit. So yes, I am. I am in my garage. There's probably going to be some. We're gonna have some flyovers. There it is. Uh-huh. This is. I can see my own breath. I'm miserable. I'm suffering for my art. <laughs> oh, I thought I was done burping. <laughs> Another one in me. <laughs> Folks, we don't we still don't have a podcast. It's what is yeah, that's a true statement. And uh are you out of burps now? I think I'm out of burps. I was gonna cut okay. the burp out. In in editing, but now that you've brought it up, I have to leave it in. Yeah, I, the burp I don't is cannabis behind. Mm. So, are you enjoying your ice day? Oh yeah. You you did you know, drive to work before we got told not to come to I work. Did. Yeah, I, I and I I figured that was going to happen, but it, he he told me to do it, so I did it. Um, but I'm enjoying my ice day pretty well. I'm, I'm going to do something I've never done before today. Mm-hmm. And, and that's uh, have clam chowder. Ooh. Somehow I've never had clam chowder, and today's the day. Today's the day you woke up yeah. in your yeah. adult-sized children's pajamas, and you hit the button. Yeah, in, in my makes... adult-sized race car bed. Yeah. Your crazy Rube Goldberg I alarm clock asked went them off. If they, does this come in a California King? And they said, yes, <laughs> of course it does. 
you told you told your your robot cook to make you clam chowder, and then it uh, then a, yeah. a bird drinks from a cup well, of water. It was a, a special it, special deal. <laughs> starts the dominoes. Then you you hop on your bicycle to go. You're gonna go. You got your little pail and shovel. You're gonna go dig clams down on the Ohio River. Do they got clams? Oh, I'm sure they I do. I imagine those are some bad clams. Oh, the worst. Those are nasty clams. I feel like that'd be a clam you dig up and he's got a cigarette hanging out of his little mouth. Do you think it'd be hanging out of his mouth or do you think you'd crack them open and there'd just be a butt he's, in there? Like he's just eating the cigarette butt? an ashtray. Yeah, yeah. Just a nasty little pervert. He loves to eat cigarette butts. I was imagining him like just kind of just letting it dangle out of his little clam. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that the clam's mouth? I feel like this might be a thing where I'm I'm projecting onto the clam. Mm-hmm. I th- I think we're definitely projecting onto the clam, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it's its mouth. It's also its uh, butt. It's also its uh, ear. Mm-hmm. Its nose. Pretty much anything that that you've got that is an orifice. The clams only got one, so it's it's got to act accordingly. The clams, he does it all, baby. He's singing, he's dancing. He's he's got my old Al Green records. He's in the mirror practicing <laughs> his moves. Do you have an idea for a podcast? I do. Uh, this one is called the Open Records. Repod quest. Ooh. And uh, this is one where we just, uh, we're entitled to information. So we will put in multiple open records requests just to find out what we can find out. And we'll let you know. That's, uh, yeah. I, my mom's looked up uh, court cases that our family members have uh, been involved in. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's, she's found out uh what what bids were were made on uh, building a, a dock in, in my hometown? Uh, she's <laughs> she's trying to figure out uh, uh, how many police officers in our hometown were fired in other cities. <laughs> Your mom's just hired. going crazy with yeah. the FOIAs. Just going crazy with it, yeah. And I'm like, that's a great idea. Yeah, but uh, the the biggest issue with this one is that uh, they are required. Uh, to make contact with you after you make one of these requests. They are not required to give you the information always. And sometimes they can take their sweet time with it. Mm. But then again, sometimes you get like a giant packet describing how one of your family members is a murderer. And, you know, that's that's worth the wait. Interesting. I'd like to know if any of our any of our mayors have kept a list of enemies a la Richard Nixon and who was on that Ooh. list. Yeah. Is that the sort of thing that we could f- FOIA? Yeah, I, I think we just send them a, a, a sheet of paper that says, uh, hey, where are the bodies buried? And then, and then they'll send back to us, you know, like, which bodies? And we say, all of them. 
all all of them, I guess. Then yeah, it's just, just a map of yeah. all of the graveyards. Hey, uh, and then we get out our trusty shovels, and uh, that's phase two. I want to know who around here has tried clam chowder. <laughs> You're pulling on your collar. You'd be oh, surprised. No. Oh, no. They're going to find out my horrible secret. Uh, not after today. Just sending a FOIA to the government that says, should we get fries for the table to share? Mm-hmm. All right. I got, I got an idea for a podcast. Okay. What's that? This one's called Hear Ye, Hear Ye. I guess we both had ideas for kind of civic-minded podcasts this week. This is a podcast mm-hmm. where we would be uh, kind of doing like a community you know, the, the old community calendar. But okay. in but, the but style, we're, we're acting as the uh, town crier. That's right. We're acting as town crier. So maybe we just do it for a different town every week. I think it could get boring if we just stay within our own town. Yeah, we'd have, we probably have to do something to spice it up. You know, also, I like wearing a tri-corner hat, but I like wearing a tri-corner hat even better without pants. Mm, yeah. It, that's that's the other thing is that we're going to be airing everybody's dirty laundry. We don't want we don't want to shit where we eat. We can't be like, hear ye, hear ye. Bill cheated on his wife. And then we have to go and, and see Bill every weekend down at the Sizzler. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, maybe maybe uh, we put that sort of information out there. Maybe uh, I'll see Bill down at the Sizzler, but uh, his his wife will be sitting at the table with me. Uh oh. But but then you'd probably have to you know do a hear ye hear ye thing about it. I don't I don't want my dirty dirty laundry being aired. This is about other people's dirty laundry. Yeah, that's the truth. Is- that the town crier, he's got the catbird seat here. Nobody, nobody can talk shit about him in public. He mm. can just start ringing that bell and drown him out. Hear ye, hear ye. La- Larry's full of shit. <laughs> Completely beyond hear reproach. Ye! <laughs> we would never abuse this power. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. I've done nothing wrong. That this is probably how all those ladies got put to death for being witches. Oh yeah, they 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 probably tried to make him like a town crier put his pants back on. Oof, you know, you know it'd be fun if we could meld the two ideas, yours and mine, and do a thing where, from now on, freedom of information acts mm-hmm. get delivered to you in the form of town crier. Kind of like a singing telegram. Yep. You just got to go down to the old town square to to get your information. How do you think that the town crier gets the information, though? Oh, from the government, I guess. They send him. They send an an official government crier to inform the town crier. And he's just got a bigger bill. 
a federal crier. He's got a yeah. giant bell. He's got a big bobblehead, and he can yell so loud. And he just comes out, hear ye, hear ye, gong, gong. He's got the bell is like the like the hunchback of Notre Dame bell. And he's just yelling, racks, roast beef, open several <laughs> of their restaurants in Guatemala during Iran Contra. But we still can't tell you why. Gong, gong, <laughs> gong. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I like that melding, you know, and, and I have always thought that the Rax Corporation is up to something. I didn't you know, until I learned that about like... them. They <laughs> they were like doing business all over the American Midwest and South America in some pretty sketchy places for some reason. What are they putting in that roast beef? Hmm. You know what? Yeah, I'm I'm getting a hankering for roast beef. Does roast beef go well with clam chowder? I mean, I think it could. Okay. All right. (laughs) Gotta go get... Now I gotta find out where the closest Rax is. It's been about two decades since I've seen it. I think you might be... I think you might be in trouble. I think... Well, it's not like a bad ice storm. I can drive. I think that the problem might be a it it might be a a racks problem and not a you problem. Well, I I mean I I I don't have a lot of problems. So here we go, <laughs> racks locations. Doesn't look like they've updated their uh, logo since the early nineties. Mm. Oh, when I click on locations on their website. Nothing comes up. Oh, they have a website? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to order online. Okay, yeah, they're, they're partners with DoorDash. Okay. Oh, no, nothing. Nothing there. All right, you try to hide from me, Rax. I'm going to find you. I'm... Are you trying to tell me that I will not find them? That they're, they're hidden too well? Looks like... The closest one I'm seeing is in Georgetown, Ohio. I don't know if a DoorDash. Ooh, it's yeah, those fees Rack's Roast probably... Beef. It says it's on the endangered fast food restaurant list. Oh, no. Oh, damn it. I thought I found one that was actually within driving distance, but it's a K-Rack's barrel storage systems. Oh, well. Yeah, I, I found your one outside of uh, Dayton. Okay, well, so much for that little idea. Anyways, that's the that's the Town Crier podcast. Hear ye, hear ye. You got another one? Yeah, this one is called, Have You Heard the One About the Artificial Intelligence That Writes Jokes? Have you heard the one about the artificial intelligence that writes jokes? Yeah. It's uh, better at punch cards than it is at punch lines. That's just a a bad punch line to the title of the podcast. The title of the podcast is, Have you heard the one about the artificial intelligence that writes jokes? And that's just what the show is. 
is we get the Podtron to do the work for us once again and uh, have it write uh, some some good old fashioned jokes. Set up punchline. All right. <clears throat> All right. I've uh, I've gone. I've, I'm firing up the Podtron because I got to mm-hmm. know. I'm going to give the Podtron a joke prompt and see what it comes up with. All right. <clears throat> so I'll I'll start this one out. Knock knock. Who's there? Chicken. Chicken who? Chicken sucker. <laughs> and then you say chicken sucker. Chicken sucker who? who? <laughs> no one seems to know the story behind this poem, and no one seems to know who chicken sucker is. But what is known is that it's an incredibly popular piece of fan mail. <laughs> All right. What's another? How about a a, a priest, rabbi? Uh, yeah, a priest and a rabbi walk into a bar. Okay. A priest and a rabbi walk. Okay. <clears throat> A priest and a rabbi walk into a bar. The bartender says, oh, you must be a rabbi. The priest replies, no, I'm a priest. The bartender then says, I'm a rabbi. The priest says, well, that's what you get for drinking with an unbeliever. Listen, folks, they can't all be winners. An atheist and a rabbi are taking a break from preaching on Sunday morning, sipping coffees in a coffee shop when they start discussing religion. The atheist says, I don't know what to believe. A friend of mine was telling me how she'd prayed to God and then her boyfriend broke up with her. The rabbi turns to her and says, didn't God answer your prayer? The atheist replies, yeah, he did. God sent her a pink unicorn. All right, let's try. uh... All right, I'm doing what do you get when you cross a and then I'm going to let it finish the joke okay what do you get when you cross a highly popular cryptocurrency with something a little more old school mailboxes (laughs) (laughs) i don't like this i changed my mind i i i don't know if i i don't like i I, i'm feeling like i'm just not getting it but I, i don't think that there's something to get Oh, hang on. I'm I'm setting this up so that the Podtron knows it's a joke. I, it, it just started to talk about cryptocurrency. So now I've added, here's a great joke. What do you get when you cross a feminist with a failed attempt at a superhero? The result is ultimate Marvel woman. I speak, of course, of Marvel Comics notorious ninjack. A female take on the classic crime fighting character. The, the, the Podtron is just like a shitty Reddit guy. <laughs> uh, you try to get to tell a joke and he tries to sell you a cryptocurrency mailbox. And then he bitches about some female Marvel character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've. 
might need to uh, go back to the Podtron 100 where we can just feed it joke books and mm-hmm. uh, monitor its internet intake and say like, okay, only only an hour a day. Your screen yeah. time is over, Podtron 100. That's Have you heard the one about the artificial intelligence that told jokes? All right, I've got another one here. This one, it's a little, it's a little different from what we normally do. And this is called the Harbor Freight Video Review Podcast. I don't know if you're familiar with Harbor Freight. I am not. Harbor Freight is a store that sells tools. They got one out by the uh, Burlington Coat Factory. It's uh it's it's a store that I like to go to. It's kind of like my uh my target. You know how like uh your mom or or someone might just go to Target just to kind of just walk around and look at all the stuff in Target. Yes. I do that but with Harbor Freight. I just like, "Ooh, I could buy all these tools." Oh, I could I could build a chair with all these tools. Just thinking about these tools. Look at this. I could be making my own hardwood floors. I could be cutting down a tree and then milling it into into hardwood flooring. And instead I'm just I'm just buying hardwood flooring like a sucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. The other day, I was, in fact, planning to buy a tool from Harbor Freight. But I wanted to know just how shitty it was. Because that's the other thing about Harbor Freight. All their tools are kind of like lower quality. But you're like, holy shit, I could buy this. I, it's crazy. I bought this old damn table saw. It was $100. So I, I went on to their website to be like, is this table saw going to cut my fingers off? Is it going to like the blade is going to come shooting out like in a Jason movie? And stick in my face if I if I buy this thing. And before the because they have reviews on the website, you know, like how you do on most websites now, where there's people who are like, I bought this thing and it broke. But Harbor Freight has added now video reviews in much the same way that you know Amazon does. <clears throat> where you can post a video reviewing a a product that you purchased on Amazon and it'll show up in the comments. Well, Harbor Freight instead just goes on YouTube and looks for people who have made a video about one of their products and then puts it on their website. Now, do you think that the vetting process is in depth or do you think that we could uh, sneak something into the end of the review that uh, knowing that they won't watch the whole video? I can almost guarantee because when you on their website, when you scroll down and see the video underneath the product, it says like something to the effect of these videos are not made by Harbor Freight and are not reviewed. They might contain course language. Okay. Okay. They are they are completely unreviewed and they even put a warning on there saying people are cussing. People might be saying stuff that's inappropriate in their Harbor Freight review. 
So we could, and and this is my idea, just need to find a product on Harbor Freight's website that has not gotten a video about it yet. And then we can make a video about that product, but we make the video like an hour long. And like <clears throat> 10 minutes in, we're like, okay, now that they're gone, it's just us here. And then we could just do whatever we want. We could do the hear ye, hear ye, or the the AI joke podcast. But we'll, okay. we'll claim that we're reviewing like a bench grinder or something. All right. I'm looking at some products on their website. I'm looking at a, a Gordon brand high precision metal detector set. Oh. And uh, as I go down, I see the product overview and... Uh, it, this product has one review, five stars. Guy says, uh, it works very good. I found a can of corn in the dirt, but I don't <laughs> see any videos. He found a can of corn in the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's from spider back on January 17th. So hopefully he's had that corn by now. Hmm. That was my birthday. Sounds like I Did wasn't the only one of corn in the dirt? who got presents on my birthday. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem fair that Spider kept the corn. Spider got the corn and I got the goose. The old goose egg. Mm. Some well, guys have all maybe the... Maybe you can last, uh, laugh last because uh, once, once the video review goes up, nobody's going to care about Spider's stupid review. Uh, what if we just what if we did a review and it was just us testing spiders claims to try and prove him wrong? OK, yeah, I this thing can't find corn and dirt. <laughs> just myth well, busting. I think, I think that it was detecting the can we we can, you know, I, I want to be thorough and use the scientific method and everything so we can just bury some corn, too. We bought a hundred cans of corn and we buried them at different depths in different types of soil. We got we got Jamie from the Mythbusters here with us. Yep. He's brought and a special metal detector that looks like a robot. I, I think that we might need to get the town crier to make an announcement. Hear ye, hear ye. If anybody finds any corn, it belongs to me. So, so hands off. Because uh, we we could have uh, other people with their metal detectors detecting our corn. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get a parcel of land that we can make sure no one else is allowed on. Because you know we're gonna be burying all these cans of corn out there, and then <laughs> we're gonna have to hire a guy to stand guard all night, a watchman. Go set a watchman, we'll say to him. And then he has to he has to stand guard over our cornfield. And he says, I don't see no corn out there. And we say, Well, all right, Leroy, Keep it your that job way. is just to your job is just to guard the cornfield, not to critique our method of planting yeah. corn. Well, I think it oh, don't think grow if you don't uh, you know you got to take it out of the can before you bury it in the earth. Leroy, I swear to God. Just get out there and protect that corn. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying not going to have much of a harvest. 
<laughs> Poor stupid guy. You have given me an idea, and that is uh, I'm going to go on Harbor Freight and see if they have a metal detector and can opener all in one, all in one oh. package. Oh, what if we made a little interactive story where you'd go, and once we found the corn, then we had to get it open. But that's the story for another day. You can follow us on this link that goes to our review of the Harbor Freight can opener. Yeah. Maybe maybe we leave uh, uh, some choice up to the viewer. Maybe we can do a choose your own adventure review. You know, if you would like us to detect corn, uh, click this link. If you if, if you would like us to just enjoy the corn and uh, bury empty cans to trick other suckers with metal detectors, click this link. That's exciting. Although it sounds a little uh, a little uh, work intensive. Having to create all these videos for all the That's people true. who eventually there's going to be one where it's like, you know, we're in in the sliders TV universe being chased by a dinosaur. And there's another one where we're just sitting at home learning to knit. How did we end up here? We were just looking for a can of corn in the ground. Yeah. Maybe maybe each choice, like we, we should never have a choice that uh, we're in sliders. Um, I think all the choices should maybe be, should we use tool A from Harbor Freight to tackle this problem or tool B? I guess that is, that truly is where I, where I got a little off track is by making one of the options, should we, should we, should be, we be in, in sliders? sliders? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and really, that that might just alienate the Quantum Leap fans out there. So I don't want to do that either. Yeah. Well, that's that's the Harbor Freight video podcast. What else do we got? We got oh, that's it. It's let's go to the Podtron, see what he has to say other than jokes, folks. The Podtron 4500 is an artificial intelligence. We train it, giving it a list of the most popular podcasts in the world, and then it generates a list of names that it thinks might be viable options for the most popular podcast of all time. Ideas like Death Pat. That's Death P-A-T? Death Mm -hmm. Pat? Yes, Death Pat. And That's a hell I, of a pat. I know. I've heard of a love tap, but a death pat. Do you think that just comes from a hand that's so big that you get squashed? Or do you think that this is one of those uh, secret things that martial artists learn? Oh, the pat of death? Yeah. You just gently pat someone on the head and then they drop to the ground. Or maybe they you just give them a little pat on the back and it just feels normal. But then three days later, their heart explodes. It could also just be if you pat a baby right on the on their fontanelle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think that the death pat would be a hard maneuver to get down just right because Who's going to let you practice on their baby? 
chances We're, are your baby will be fine. I've got one of those drill bits that you use to make a hole for a doorknob. We could just yep. get like a like one of those CPR dummy babies and I could uh, open up the top of his head, give him a doorknob hole, and then we could just practice on him. Just <laughs> stuff some <laughs> I, wet I, newspaper I in the hole. <laughs> I'm just worried that uh, if if we're we're starting out with a hole saw on a baby's head, that it won't be the death pat that does the deathing. Oh no! This I'm saying we get like the we get the little dummy that they use to practice rescuing babies from the from the water park. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm talking about the little like flesh colored oh, rubber is there baby like a microchip in its head that can detect death padding. No, no. This I'm imagining that we're just doing kind of like a kung fu movie montage where we're trying to master the one inch punch, but instead we're trying to pat the top of a baby's head in such a way that our fingers penetrate the soft flesh of his fontanelle. <laughs> I, I, well, wouldn't that be a death poke? Well, you got to make it look like a pat. That's the thing is that any of these moves, there's something more going on that you don't notice. Just imagine if we could master the death pat, then, then here comes the government. We need you to kill a baby. <laughs> the world's most evil baby. We, we think this baby might be grow up to be the next Hitler. Yeah. This baby's evil readings are off the charts. We can't go back in time and kill Hitler, but what we can do is kill any baby that gives us the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Yeah, we put our our calipers all over his head. And let me tell you, the phrenology, it checks out. Evil baby. He only has a one centimeter wide soft spot on the top of his head, though. It's yeah. going to be a very difficult <laughs> mission to get in there. Oh, goodness. It's a surgical strike. Do you think it's, that baby, uh, like when he laughs, it's clearly evil? It's like, yeah it's it's ben shapiro's baby (laughs) then we have to pat the top of his head in such a way that we do damage to his brain but without looking like we're 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 just upstanding citizens uh who you know you would completely trust giving uh your baby to you know I'll hold them. I might pat them on the head gently and not mm-hmm. hurt them. We didn't know there was going to be a metal detector set up. I had to go into the bathroom and throw their special rubber laser guided finger that they gave me into the toilet and flush it. We're going to have to do this one the old fashioned way. <laughs> My God, he's even worse in person. Hey, welcome to the Harbor Freight video podcast. Today we're reviewing the two and a quarter inch hole saw. As you can see, we're using this to make a practice dummy for our uh, death pat. (laughs) Now you could just stick your finger straight through the fontanelle of the baby, but then you'll get yourself a a reputation as, as the sort of fella who sticks his finger straight through the fontanelle of the baby. So what we're going to do is uh, teach you how to do this 
indiscreetly. So you will live to death pad another day. Now, it's a, the maneuver is something akin to snapping your fingers, but you want to have your fingers and palm laid flat and then put some pressure against your index finger with your middle, and then you're just going to let it slide off the side, and it's going to come down with a little knock, and you need to get a good callus on the bottom of that middle finger so that it can go, and it'll send a little shock wave in <laughs> Into the baby's fontanelle just basically turns his brain into spaghetti. Anyways, this whole saw it runs about seven dollars, and uh, if you have the uh, Harbor Freight Inside Track Rewards card, that comes with a free two-year warranty that covers any any defects. Tune That's in next only week. with with the whole saw itself, not not uh, things that you put holes in that you decided that you uh, don't want holes in. Yeah. Now, technically, it does void the warranty if you use this to cut a hole in the top of a lifeguard practice dummy. <laughs> That's death, Pat. You got one you like? I do. Uh, this one's called Dip Your Own Balls. Whoa. Okay. And, uh, I think that this is going to be a, a candy making podcast where we maybe make bourbon balls. Okay. We we haven't, we've sampled uh, f- different food stuffs and drink things on this, this show before, but I don't think we've ever done any uh, preparation. Yeah. We've never gotten into the. All of our, all of our balls have been dipped for us. Yeah, there there really isn't there there isn't much in the way of cooking podcasts, as far as I know. Yeah, it's they usually want video there because there's something pleasing about uh watching it all mixed together. But come on, now you you telling me you don't want me to describe to you what it looks like uh, when I'm whisking an egg? Yeah. I guess what this uh, all, all the, the the runny shit is all all mixing up, and now oh, it's yeah. mixed. Painting yeah. a picture with our words. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, I'm throwing yeah, all I, this shit in the oven, and uh, <laughs> no, we'll we'll have to be we'll have to be nicer for this this show. Um, yeah, look, this isn't the Harbor Freight website. It's not anything yeah. goes. I don't know. It's they not, might have a ball dipper uh, for sale. I bet they do. I wonder. No, because they, they use YouTube. I was going to say, I wonder if you could get away with doing something lewd, you know? Like show up and have your have your nuts hanging out. And, and then just be like, well, I'm reviewing this circular saw. But your nuts are showing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know. We're going to put you on a special list of guys that show their nuts to old men who <laughs> read tool reviews. You're not allowed within a hundred feet of a Harbor Freight. Oh, no. That's the danger with this. Hmm. You, I got to go. to get you, you banned from your target. Yeah, it's a different kind of sex offender where you have to go to the parking lot of uh, Home Depot 
and tell every uh, all of the day laborers out in the parking lot that you're a sex offender. And they're like, why are you telling us? Like, well, because I'm a special kind of sex offender who shows my ball sack to guys at the at the hardware store. I'm not like a child pervert. <laughs> I'm a pervert for you guys. Dip your own balls. What kind of okay, so there's ball there's like you you got bourbon balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buckeyes. That's right. Peanut butter balls. Is that the same thing as a That's buckeye? A buckeye. Yeah. Is there another kind of? I don't know. I I, it, I, I'm going to say that I, I like the idea of a, of a sa- savory uh, one. Savory dip ball. Like yeah, a meatball. just like a cheese ball that gets Ooh. dipped in chocolate. Yeah. I, I, it's kind of, a scotch egg is kind of the savory version of a mm-hmm, that's true. dipped ball. I did have in in middle school. My band teacher was a guy who kind of, well, he he had the physique of the Dr. Robotnik character from Sonic the Hedgehog, kind of a egg-shaped man. And uh-huh. uh, yeah. then one, one year, he announced that he had come up with a fundraiser that was going to raise money for the band to buy new uh, equipment. And it was, he had his own recipe for these chocolate Easter egg candies that he had created. And it was essentially a fist sized ball of icing dipped in chocolate. And then. Okay. That sounds pretty good to me. Are we talking buttercream? Are we talking cream cheese uh, there was like a buttercream one there was a maple one there was they were all different flavors but these were like it was like an easter thing and i think that they still do this to this day at my old middle school i remember a few years ago when i had a little brother who was still in school he was selling these and, the, it, and it doesn't How seem sanitary. How large did you say they are? Because uh, it, it has always bothered me that these candies just arbitrarily decided that like one inch diameter for all ball candies. And I like the idea of some some madman making a, like a softball sized candy oh, for it. Yeah. It is what I, I would say an egg about the same circumference as a tennis ball. Okay. Maybe even a little bit larger. Very heavy. And and we were we were just making these things in in school and then wrapping them up in saran wrap. People were probably getting very sick. Just had a crock pot full of melted chocolate. You you, you the way you're speaking right now, you're you're talking like this isn't a great thing and I've already made up my mind that it is. So where where are we at with this? Are, are, are you trying to convince me not to do this, not to dip my own balls? Because I've already decided to do so. Okay. No, we mm-hmm. can do it. We can dip these balls. Show or no show, the balls will be dipped. 
All right, I got I got another idea for a podcast. It sounds like you might have already been sold on dipping your own balls. <laughs> but I still want to... Well, just as an activity. It doesn't have to be the podcast. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I got one here. It's called, What an Oral Dick Start This Is. <laughs> and this is kind of... <laughs> I mean, similar to the dipping your own balls... We, uh, you know, it, this is a primarily an audio format. We don't, we don't put a lot of production value into video. So, uh, maybe that's what I, I would assume a dick start is like a, a a boner, right? Getting this dick start up, Mm -hmm. but this is an oral dick start. So I I suppose an oral dick start is also just a, a blowjob on a soft dick, but it could also yeah, I just think that be what we would be doing would be more of an oral dick start, right? Yeah, we're just gonna be trying to we're gonna be using our words to get that dick started, and I know that a I, lot of people. I don't think I'm is, gonna be good at this because the first thing that popped into my head was, uh, "Come on, little guy, I believe in you." There's there's definitely somebody out there that's their thing. Okay. Well, happy to oblige. There's I mean there's I know that I know that we're not the first people to have had this idea to talk about some horny stuff to try and excite people. But maybe instead of all those other people who've come before us they just say like, ooh, ooh, and now, ooh, now I'm touching my boobs. Oh, they're so soft. <coughs> oh, they're like two big earlobes. Oh, they're like those fr- dipped frosting balls from school. Maybe instead, we take a third person perspective on this. That way, it, it's not as weird. We aren't we aren't saying it's us. We're not doing okay, sex. Yeah. We're just like, there's a lady, and she's her boobs are like the she, biggest. She's opening up eggs. her racks roast beef sandwich, and uh, she's comparing the meat to her unmentionables. You you are no longer thinking about your racks value meal. Ooh. You're thinking oh. about, uh, you know, going home with her now. Yeah. You walk over to her table and you say, do you come here often? And she says, I didn't know racks even existed. <laughs> Fair enough. She's we got could also big just do it all butt. second person. <laughs> where we just tell you what you're doing. I don't know if anybody... really suave with the lady at Rax. Yeah. You're, 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 Ooh, that's a good idea. You're doing it's a some fantasy. sexy stuff with the barbecue sauce. You're pouring it all over yourself. She's loving it. And she's not even at McDonald's. The manager's coming out, and you think, oh, he's mad. He's mad at me. Because I'm slathering myself in barbecue sauce in this Rack's roast beef. But no, he's saying, ma'am, if you're going to be loving it so hard, you're going to have to leave. This is Rack's roast beef. 
Yeah. And our slogan is, I guess. <laughs> that's that's an excellent slogan. <laughs> they did have like a bad slogan for a while. Oh, yeah. It was, you can eat here. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, now I'm just trying to think of bad slogans. Uh, when... The iMac first came out, uh, racks countered with iRacks. Wait, can you repeat that? There was iRacks? I, 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 iRacks, yeah. Like, because, because they wanted it to be like the iMac, which, uh, oh. you know, we, we were still embroiled in uh, conflicts with the country Iraq at the time. So it would have been a bad slogan. That is a bad slogan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Other other bad ones uh, would, uh, you know, you're used to getting uh, treated really poorly uh, by the uh, employees at racks and they've turned over a new leaf. So now they're nice racks. Ooh, nice racks. Dip your own balls at racks. (laughs) Hey, dip your own balls. Other places got a salad bar. We got a ball bar. Guy comes into the commercial. Guy walks into racks. Will you dip my balls? Hey, this is racks. Dip your own balls. <laughs> Here at racks, we're the only restaurant with a full self serve ball dipping bar. Please don't dip your balls in the ball dipping bar. Hey, 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 hey. There's a guy doing it in the background of the commercial. <laughs> they chase him away with a broom. At Racks, we guarantee that we have to change all of this stuff out anytime one of these perverts wanders over from the hardware store and dips his balls into the chocolate fountain. That's what an oral dick start this is. Mm-hmm. What do you got? One more. This one's called Nice Bird. Ooh. And I, I mean, this one's a pretty simple one. A lot of birds bite. We're going to find out which ones are nice. And then we'll give you our recommendations on what bird to buy to be your bird pet. I would say not any of the kind that talk. And you're going to be like, but that's the best kind of bird to have. It's not. It's super not. Oh, yeah, because, uh, you know, they don't have a filter. They just uh, whatever pops into their head, it's coming out. Real loose cannons talking birds. Yeah, they are not to be trusted. Plus, you know, like they got room in their brain for like three songs. So whatever the first three songs they ever hear, just get get used to hearing those three songs forever. Yeah. And one is the Ricky Lake theme song. You know, maybe. For one, a lot one of birds, is, yes. What one is the the rallies? Slash checkers jingle. Well, sure you gotta enough, eat. yeah, that's going to happen. And the third is Miss Sarajevo off of U2's Greatest Hits. Uh, yep, that's that sounds about right. Yeah, the bird does a beautiful rendition of Pavarotti's solo. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're only impressed by it so many times. And then, then, then you're like, come on, bird, can you sing? Angel of Harlem instead for once. 
This goddamn bird doesn't know Angel of Harlem. Nice bird. Yeah. Or it could also or, just be where we compliment people's birds. Yep. Yep. Or we, we find uh, a bird that can talk that is actually just, you know, learned nice songs and says nice things. But yeah, I like the idea of uh, it being a podcast. You know, maybe maybe uh, the right bird is uh, nice for the right person. Maybe it's a podcast where we take people into consideration and pair them up with the bird. That's the thought. Owning a bird for your blood type. What are you, O negative? Well, I mean, there, there are more birds than blood types. That's what the government wants you to think. We're going to blow this whole thing wide open. We set, we've, we've requested the Freedom of Information Act, and it's going to come back. There are as many types of blood as there are birds in the air. Hear ye, hear ye. Uh, would, would that mean that my uh, universal donor blood type is even more valuable than they've led me to believe? And how come they haven't started offering me cash money for it? Hmm. All they have is uh, orange juice and shitty cookies. All right, here's what we got this week. We have the open records repod quest. Hear mm-hmm. ye, hear ye. Have you heard the one about the AI that tells jokes? The Harbor Freight video review podcast. Death Pat. Dip your own balls. What an oral dick start this is. And nice bird. All right. Well... My favorite was the Harbor Freight one, but uh, as you said, uh, I, I I think that uh, that that could end up being. Would could we do a podcast about making the video? Because a video is not a podcast unless it's a video podcast. I mean, we could just set up a camera and record ourselves discussing that metal detector for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's a video. I think a lot of those are maybe we just shoot a little bit of footage out out, you know, a remote segment, as they call it in the biz of us trying out the thing. But then most of it is us just discussing the metal detector. Yeah, maybe maybe we go to Harbor Freight and we both buy one thing. And then uh, we, we can release it as a. One podcast, but we'll have two different reviews and two different videos that, that we'll try to get up on the website. Okay. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, if you'd like to hear the Harbor Freight video review podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet or go to harborfreight.com and uh, just start searching for the thing that we reviewed. It, it might be a metal detector, but it'll probably be something cheaper. Anyway, I just returned a, a, a special dovetailing jig. I wish I'd waited. I could have done a review of that before I returned it. Anyways, mm-hmm. folks, that if it, sign up for the Patreon. Support us. You, you help us uh, pay for all of our uh, uh, dumb ideas like this when you support the podcast at patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. And in return for your support, you will receive a bonus episode every week. Bonus episodes just like the one you've heard about, and many, many more. If you like the show that isn't a show, you'll like the show that is a show even more. Anyways, thank you for listening. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. 
And I'm Andrew James Estes. Bye-bye.